Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I've never seen anything like it. It's really hard to explain or put a word on it. But they were just fearing for their lives. And then they decided to flee. These are the words spoken from a young man when asked why his family suddenly fled their home in Australia. And they are words of utter confusion. Ladies, gentlemen, theys and thems, welcome to the fifth episode of the third annual Halloween week with Wicked and Grim. My name is Jacko, and it is my duty to be your master of ceremonies for the remaining three days. Now, running in fear is not a new concept for the human race, no. In fact, it is a tactic that is instilled very deep in the blood of your ancestors. In the midst of fear, it has evolved into an almost reflex for humans to run and flee. The only problem is, in the case today, the Trump family were running in fear, but they had no idea what it was they were running from or being so fearful of. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems, let me pass you to your ever-so-distinguished hosts, Ben and Nicole, for the full details. How is this already episode five? I have no idea. Time is flying. Time flies when you're having fun. Touche. I mean, Halloween week is pretty much the best time of year, so of course it's going to go by pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, it's just Halloween. How is it? That, that's pretty much all that's on my mind right now. I don't really have anything else to <laughs> talk like, about. Are you okay? <laughs> I was just like, Halloween's like, really, it's almost here. Mm -hmm. But I do want to say I, I got the final piece to my Halloween costume today. You did. I, I am did. pumped that you actually were able to find it. And it looks phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well, sure. I look exactly like what I'm trying what, to What you're up. supposed to? Yes, like um, exactly. Like, I mean... Like, if I were standing next to the thing I'm dressing up as, and then it's me dressed up, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Oh, boy. <laughs> I um, I still need to get one thing, but I have some time because it won't be hard to find. No, it won't. It'll be super easy for you. Yeah. Yeah. I um, just need to show it out that I am drinking a margarita. And this is just like a pre-mixed margarita that you can buy from the store. And it's actually like 
fan freaking fantastic. But not as good as a margarita that I make, right? No. Because I make damn good margarita. You do. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The key to a good margarita is Minute Maid Limeade Mix. Yeah. That That's it. Well, yeah, because you can buy that other like frozen concentrate that's specific for margarita. It's shit. It's really shitty. Terrible. Just Terrible. get Limeade. Mm-hmm. And Limeade is like way cheaper too. Mm-hmm. Way cheaper and way better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I have had a couple people actually send us pictures of not drinking margaritas. We have gotten a margarita picture because we asked for that earlier. Okay, cool. um, But we have had people sending us pictures of drinks being like, hey, I'm at work. Can't drink that or I don't drink or this is my drink of choice. That's totally cool. We have some photos being sent in. So I'm stoked to post some of those. Okay. So. I Where have I been? Because I haven't. Well, I guess I know I've been at a wedding. So today anyway. Well, you've been I've been kind of taking care of the social media at least the last yeah. few days. So. Yeah. I've been a little swamped. I think most of them are coming in from like being tagged or stories that oh, people are putting okay. in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. But I've been taking screenshots. Well, so. yeah. I mean, just have a bevy. Bevy. It could be a hot chocolate. It could be a tea. It could be coffee. It could be lemonade. Could be margarita. Yeah. Whatever you want. Whatever floats your boat around here. Yeah. Just uh, on Halloween, that'll be the last day. We're going to be taking photos of pictures of people who are tagging us in their drink pics and we're going to post in a collage so make sure you get us tagged in your your instagram pic that's super fun with your drink yeah that's super fun i it's like it super fun super fun, fun. It's, it's super funny wow <laughs> that was just me not thinking and just <laughs> going i just stopped to see where you were gonna go because i was funny yeah yeah where would you have gone i don't know because I was like, funny doesn't really work, but I don't know. Well, at least I said I had something. Touche. Touche. Points for, for doing it. Committing. Mm-hmm. I committed. You did. So you ready for this case today? Um, Actually, yes, because we don't actually go over to Australia very often. We don't. So I'm pumped. Yeah. And so we're going to go over there today in the story, not physically. I wish we could go over there. Oh, yeah, that would be amazing. Isn't there, uh, this might be speaking out of ignorance, but isn't there summer like in our winter months? So it's like swapped the seasons. I'm not 100% sure, but I think so. I think so. But then they don't get like as harsh of winters as us. Oh, no, no, they don't. I but, mean, who does? Just but kidding. <laughs> they're, they're like their warmer days, their sunny days, their long days. It's like it's when ours are shit. So yeah. now that our days are getting short and it's getting cold, like minus 13 celsius this morning mm-hmm. i could use some australian warmth oh. in my life right now i know my prompt right now for like my photo sessions because it's freezing out i'm like just imagine you're on the beach all toasty warm <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like uh i wish yeah that's what it's like to live in canada for about like i don't in know the great nine months North. of the year oh yeah, yeah. definitely no <clears throat> no it's not cold nine months of the year. Well, no, but you're wishing you were somewhere warmer for nine <laughs> months of the year. You're wishing that you were someone somewhere else for nine months of the year when you live in Canada. That actually t- sounds terrible. Just warmer. Okay. That's all I said. I'm not saying somewhere <laughs> else, just warmer. Okay. Or wishing it was warmer here, you know? <laughs> not just slanderizing. Is slanderizing a word? It is now. I'm not slanderizing Can- Canadians in Canada. Slandering? I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, let's let's rock and roll here. Let's do it. This case has been on my radar for quite some time, and I wasn't quite sure how to approach it because it's very different. 
Um, but Halloween week is the perfect time for it mm -hmm. because there's not really a crime that occurs per se. Uh, it's just very strange, very bizarre, and kind of creepy. Oh, okay. So interesting. With that being said, this is the story of the Trump family and how they fled their home. The Trump family? Trump. Trump. T R O M P. Okay. 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 So by all accounts, this whole family, like the Trump family, they're they're a normal family, right? It's just like, you know, your average everyday hardworking type people. Um, the father, Mark, was 51 years old. The mother, Jacoba, or Kobe, or sorry, um, Cody, as she was called, um, was 53. Together, they ran a successful red currant farm, like the red currant berries. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So they ran a successful red currant farm um, on their 18-acre property. Nice. So they had three children together, uh, Rihanna, who's 29, Mitchell, who is 25, and Ella, who is 22. Um, all three of these children of theirs worked together hard, mind you, on their family farm together, on the farm that was called Parkview Farm. And their property and where they lived was in Sylvan, which was just on the outskirts of the Victorian capital, capital Melbourne in, of course, Australia. Okay. So just kind of your, you know, your blue collar, hardworking family. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm impressed that all three kids wanted to continue working on the farm because I feel like sometimes when you're brought up with like a family business, when you're of age, you're like, F that, I don't want to work for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you want to go do your own thing, which I can yeah. totally respect. I can totally, like I'm not bashing that at any means, but I'm honestly also impressed that all three of them are still involved. That's that's impressive. Yeah, touche, touche. Um, but yeah, they were all there. They all were Described by neighbors as workaholics and devoted to the farm. And Nicole just downed her margarita. Well, no, I just actually spilt my margarita all over myself. Yeah, because it was bottom up. Like I, the bottom of that cup was facing the ceiling. Well, because you it's full it. of ice. I can't really even drink it. Anyway, sorry. What did you just say? You downed your margarita. Before that. <laughs> the neighbors <laughs> described the family as workaholics and devoted to the farm. Oh, okay. okay. I like a good workaholic. Yeah. So their lives went on each day with hard work. And on Monday, August 29th of 2016, it should have been a day just like that. Hard work, just like any other day by all accounts. But it wasn't a day just like any other day. Instead, it was a day that seemed to be filled with panic, fear, and absolute paranoia. The entire family inexplicably left their farm with little warning, got into their car, and headed north. So family members of the Trumps generally were, you know, easily like able to get a hold of the family, the parents. However, you know, with this being much of a different day, they tried phoning, messaging, there was no answer. Uh, and they quickly became worried about not being able to contact them and they phoned the police for a wellness check the day after. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So the authorities would arrive on the Trump um, property to look into the you know, the, the wellness check and what's going on. Mm -hmm. And when they got there, it appeared as though the family left in an absolute hurry, almost like they were running from something or potentially someone. Shit. So in the mess of the home, police were able to surmise that it seemed like they were looking for something inside their files or their financial records. So mind you, they own this business, right? So I'm assuming they got quite a bit of records and papers. Right, yeah. But a lot of these papers were found spread out inside the home, rather neatly, mind you, in like little piles here and there almost like it's being pulled out of folders and kind of sorted through interesting yeah so it's kind of like they're trying to find like maybe a particular document or something like that it seemed like maybe 
Huh. Okay. That's really bizarre. Yeah. Um, this wasn't all though. It seemed like the family, for whatever reason, had left behind some valuables, which indicated to authorities that they did, in fact, leave in a hurry. Um, the valuables they did leave behind were passports, credit cards, and cell phones. Um, all of these, which were still in the home and things like this are, they're generally not what people leave behind if they're like up and leave. Like if you're trying to get away from someone or something, usually you're going to have a passport to try and maybe get on a flight leave the country. You're going to want a credit card because you're going to need money to get somewhere, buy things, a hotel room, food, whatever. Cell phone for communication, right? Well, yeah. I feel like the most bizarre one out of that is your cell phone. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, because of these items being left behind, it also seemed like they were wanted to, uh, wanting to be untraceable. Okay. I mean, no cell phone towers means no cell phone pings. No credit cards means no payment records to be traced back on. You know, especially if they are going on a cash only trip, you know, they can just pay cash. No paper trip. Yeah. Did these or oh, this might be jumping ahead, but did these um, their kids like have spouses of sorts? Or? Uh, as far as I'm aware, no, they did. No. Not. OK. No. OK. Uh, so pretty much the authorities were left just dumbfounded, scratching their heads at this point. Uh, the family members were, of course, concerned for the loved ones and their safety. Uh, But they, too, were just left stumped without any indication of what happened. They were just like, what the fuck? Except there was one thing they realized that would help them out. Not all the cell phones were missing. Or sorry, were at home. One of them was missing. Okay. See, because my thought right now, for some reason, I'm going with like that they were taken. But keep going because I'm like. I'm really intrigued here. One of the family vehicles was gone as well. So it seemed like they took that family vehicle. Okay. And one person's cell phone was gone. One person's cell phone was missing. Okay. So meanwhile, the day before the police arrived at their home, we're going to start looking at this from the family's point of view here. The family up and left the home. They hit the road. They were not taken. They willingly left in their family vehicle. And for the Tromps, it started leaving the house in a hurry, exactly as it seemed. They hit the road and they were driving north to New South Wales. There was a bit of a problem. This wasn't just a road trip. They were fleeing. They were running. They weren't just like, hey, let's just up and leave and they forgot some stuff. No, they were running from something. But they didn't exactly know what they were running from or why. All they knew is that they had a strong feeling that someone was watching them or even possibly coming for them. So the family themselves didn't exactly know what they were running from, you mean? Correct. What the shit? Correct. What? So now they're on the road with fear chasing them as they drove. And it was only about 32 kilometers into the trip that Mitchell's cell phone would be discovered in the family car. And was subsequently hurled out the window where police would find it on the side of the road. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Mitchell was the middle child, the middle uh, son of the family. uh, And he was least convinced of any of this paranoia or fear that was kind of shrouding over the remainder of the family, like a heavy, dark cloud sort of situation. He wasn't concerned of anyone tracking them via his cell phone signal. But unfortunately, the other members of the family disagreed. So out the window, his phone goes. Now, the next day, Tuesday, August 30th, Mitchell decided he had enough. He's like, I don't know what we're running from. I don't know what's going on here. 
And when the family reached Bathurst in New South Wales at around 7 a.m., he decided to abandon the frenzy and escape the road trip and head back home. So he left his family to head back home at 7 a.m. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is wild. Yeah. This because is just getting it's, started. It's kind of like a big deal just to like up and leave. Yeah. Like it would have to, to be pretty big. Well, think of it this way. In like my, In my opinion. Like your family, clearly you're close knit. Right. You're working together day in, day out on this family business. Like you guys are, you have to be together in some way, shape or form. Even if you don't necessarily get along, there has to be some sort of relationship there where you guys are close. Yeah. So, and now at this point, at least some of your family is terrified of something that they're just up and running and everyone's calling or hauling in the car together and you make the decision, fuck it. I'm not running. You guys go ahead and run if you want, but I'm heading back home. Well, I don't mean necessarily him, but I mean like them all just leaving. But yeah, he maybe he's like the black sheep of the family, eh? Well, who knows? Um, now, without Mitchell in tow, the family continued their road trip uh, to escape, who knows what, a short time later. And the rest of the family would arrive and I'm going to try and say this right, Janolin Caves, which is a popular, popular tourist attraction in the area near the Blue Mountains. Um, the two sisters... Ella and Rihanna, presumably unable to convince their parents to end the apparent escape as well, decided to follow their brother's action and head back home too. Oh my goodness. Yes. So now the two girls on their own, they came up with a plan of action to get themselves back home, now not having a family vehicle. They decided to steal a car together. <laughs> okay. In which they did. Okay. And then hit the road and made it to a town just south of Goldburn. I thought you were going to say they were hitchhiking, and which was going to alarm me more, which probably nope. shouldn't. No, I don't they, know. They, they just straight up stole a vehicle. That's just Grand Theft Auto right there. That is, but also hitchhiking is terrifying too. But I was going to say it's not illegal, but actually I think it might be illegal. I'm not sure. I think it's illegal in, in most places in nowadays. Places, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, here in Goldburn, um, for an unknown reason, the two girls went their separate ways in this town. So now we have the son out on his own, the two girls out on their own, and the parents now together. So we have four separate parties. Yeah, the family's just completely divided. Yes. So Ella continued to drive the stolen car back where she would be the first one to arrive back home. And she found herself face to face with some very concerned and confused officers at their farm. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how that conversation would have gone. Like, yeah, you just roll up in this stolen vehicle. Hey, yeah, what's up? Hey, what's up? My parents fled and are terrified. I stole a car, came back home. My siblings are somewhere on the road. I have no idea where. Uh, oh, and you're looking for us because we're apparently missing? Hi. Yeah, and uh, I don't really know actually why we fled. Yeah. How can I help you? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> honestly, that's pretty much what happened though. Wow. When she arrived, that's basically what, what happened. The police are like, what's going on? What do you say? That That's it? Yeah, I don't even actually know how you would handle that. Like them getting that response, you know? Like it doesn't make any sense. The officers? You would, yeah, you would wonder if if like she's okay because it just makes zero sense. What do you mean if she's okay? I want you to expand on that. Well, like- Because there, there's something to that. Like is she, is she mentally okay or is she- kind of hiding something because she's scared. Okay, fair enough. Would be my two thoughts. 
Fair enough. Um, well, mental stability and capacity and health is all a very big, big topic on this case. Oh, okay. Very much so. So keep okay. that in mind as we continue forward. Which is actually very alarming. Well, I mean, I'm going to, we'll hear more about it, but gosh, if the parents were mentally unstable and then they went about just fleeing their life, that's terrifying. Well, it's not like they're like mentally, well, I don't know. It depends on what you mean by unstable, but it's just mental health is a very big thing with this case. It's just clearly something is going on and yeah. Huh. Anyways, the other sister though, um, the one who is not at home, so Rihanna, um, on the other hand, she was found later that same afternoon. She was found in the back seat of a stranger's vehicle. Apparently, she attempted to um, be a stowaway in someone's vehicle and hitch a ride somewhere. So when the driver wasn't looking or whether she broke into the vehicle, that's unclear. But she crawled in at some point and the driver was a man by the name of, <clears throat> excuse me, Keith Whitaker. Now, he was driving, minding his, minding his own business when suddenly he felt a kick on the back of his seat. <laughs> and I have a quote directly from Keith here. Quote, I turned around and saw two legs stretched across my back seat between my seat and the floor. She was lying on the floor. I got an extreme shock. Yeah. Rightfully, someone's just sitting there chilling, laying on the floor of your vehicle. What the fuck? I'd be like, the fuck? Yeah. You're doing. So as if this case basically can't get odd enough when this man found Rihanna, he described her as being, quote, catatonic. He asked her if she was okay and she said no. Okay. Yeah. What it, do you mean exactly by that? Like, what What do you mean by catatonic? Catatonic is just kind of like just blank, just nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So kind of like almost empty-ish. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So he's like, do you need help? Are you okay? And she's just like, no, I don't need help. Oh, God. Just chilling in the backseat of his fucking vehicle. Which is even more alarming. <laughs> yeah. Um, she was on, because of her catatonic state, she was unable to provide any personal details or identify who or where she was. Uh, Keith called the authorities, informed them of what just happened with this strange girl appearing in the backseat of his fucking vehicle. Um, and then, of course, authorities came and they took Rihanna to Goldburn Hospital where she was treated for stress-related issues. Huh. Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On Wednesday, August 31st, um, Mitchell arrived at home via a train uh, so just like his sister, when he made it home, he was met with a barrage of police and questions. And of course, news by this time mm -hmm. was really spreading around. So they're asking him, what, what's going on? What's happening? Where were you? Where are your parents? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. This is just like mind blowing to them. They, this is probably such a new concept that they've never even grasped. Like they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Um, he tried to give all the information he could, like where his parents were when he left, um, where they were headed sort of thing. Um, but 
there just wasn't much to go on. And I do have a quote from him. Um, it's the same quote, actually, that uh, Jacko used in the intro, but I'll put it here as well because I do feel it's a good quote and important. So, quote, I've never seen anything like it. It's really hard to explain or put in put a word on it. But they were just fearing for their lives, and then they decided to flee. Hmm. So it's mostly just the parents then, fully. That and they're trying. They were so worried. They're like, we got to take the our kids and stuff, and and the kids aren't buying what they're exactly fleeing from. It seems like it was primarily the parents. The daughters, I think had some paranoia in them as well. Mitchell, not so much. It seems like he just kind of like went along with it. Like what's going on? Like, okay, like we're fleeing. Sure. From what, what's happening. And then he's like, this is like, I can't do this. This is mm -hmm. just bizarre. But it obviously can't be from the house ex itself. Really. If all of them kind of went back there, you know? Yeah. We'll, we'll touch on a theory later. Okay. <clears throat> so police, uh, would, of course, make their way to search the Janolan Caves, the area where mm -hmm. Mark and Jacoba were last noted to be. Of course, with their paranoia and someone following them, they hadn't stayed at the caves very long. They, too, turned around and headed back south again, actually making their way about halfway home to the town of Wanjarata. Wanjarata? Sorry. Okay. Terrible at pronunciation. Wanjarata. Um, from there, they two became separated from one another. And it isn't clear how or why. What the? So Jacoba traveled alone north to Yass on public transport, while Mark remained behind with the vehicle. A young couple in the area actually experienced and reported a rather interesting slash some say disturbing incident that night. Allegedly, they were being tailgated with a man in a silver station wagon on the highway, the same family vehicle that was described for them to own. And they were being tailgated so close that they couldn't even see the headlights in their rearview mirror oh, of the vehicle geez. behind them. Freaking tailgating pisses me off. It does, yeah. I get just raged when someone tailgates me. Well, they were not too happy either. They were confused on what the hell's going on. So they eventually stopped their vehicle. Um, and the driver of the vehicle behind them, the silver vehicle, got out of their car and ran up towards their vehicle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> then he suddenly suddenly just stopped in the middle of the street, stared directly at them for a minute. Oh, shit. And then ran off into a park nearby, a park called Miriwa Park, leaving the vehicle abandoned. What? So it was the family vehicle, and it is theorized that this, of course, was Mark. Okay, so they actually <clears throat> found this vehicle abandoned. Yeah, because he was driving it at this incident and then just ran off into the park. Oh, my God. Leaving the vehicle behind. I would actually shit myself a little bit. <laughs> if, if someone just runs up, stares at you, and then darts off yeah. into the park. Yeah, I don't think I would ever be okay after that. No, that that's kind of like nightmare fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on Thursday, September 1st, Jacoba was found by a passerby who spotted her wandering around the town in an agitated state more than 240 kilometers from where she was last seen and was taken to a hospital in Yass for stress-related health issues. Which was the same as what her daughter was taken in for? Yes, correct. Now, Sergeant Mark Knight uh, of the police department said that doctors at the hospital had assessed her and her mental health was, quote, wasn't of a good standard. 
Hmm. And Sergeant Knight also referred to the case as the most bizarre thing he'd come across in three decades of policing. Yeah, you don't say. Rightfully so. It seems very bizarre to me. Uh Uh-huh. I'm (laughs) like confused as shit right now. So I get that. Yeah. So now Mitchell and uh, I've already forgot the two daughters name. It's Rihanna. And what was the other one again? Lakeisha. I don't know. Lakeisha. I can't remember. It's not Lakeisha. It's not Lakeisha. Um, but the other daughter uh, has been found. Ella. That was Ella. So that's Ella. pretty close to Lakeisha. Yeah. Oh, damn near identical. You're like one letter off. But they are both safe at home. Rihanna and the mother are both hospitalized at this point. Okay. And the search for the father, Mark, is pretty much the only piece that they need to get held down here i was gonna say the only piece left but i mean there's a lot of pieces here because it's bizarre yeah i sure hope they find him yeah well the search for 51 year old mark was underway and there was sightings of him that were being getting to pop up in the area like the one of him tailgating right running off for example and then there were also breaking and enters and thefts reported that may have been believed to have been committed by mark one being in a motel that was like it was broken into someone slept in it overnight they believe it was mark who did that okay so it was on saturday september 3rd that mark would finally be found he was located running along a street on the outskirts of wangarada uh, near the local airport that evening Police picked him up and released him to a family member several hours later after questioning. Unfortunately, Mark wasn't able to provide much information to the authorities either. And as they drove away with the family member, he subsequently flipped off the waiting media um, for questioning. <laughs> what? Yeah. And he was found just running down the road? Correct. And he thinks that he doesn't need to give an explanation on anything? Well, I mean, like he he was talking to authorities. It's the media that he flipped off. Yeah, but still, like to not even have any explanation to them, though. Well, I mean, he doesn't. No one owes news anything. To the authorities, I mean. Oh, he was talking to authorities. Yeah, but you said he doesn't really know what the shit's going on, which is so confusing. Yeah, he doesn't. Oh, God. Okay. Well, if he doesn't know what's going on, who the fuck does? No one does. That's the point. (laughs) What? No one fucking knows. Oh, okay. My brain can't comprehend this case. He's he basically like has this paranoia over being followed as if someone was after him, his family, or money. Okay, well, and he's the one fucking tailgating people, so I don't get that. Well, yeah, fair enough. Um, but in a statement the following meet week, Mark had this to say. Uh quote, and I, I do want to say this though. Um, some of the quotes I have here are pieced together quotes, so it's not like a single paragraphed quote. It's kind of strung together, mm. different pieces that he said. Just heads up on that. So he said, "Quote without reservation, I apologize for the hurt and concern caused by these events. On behalf of our family, I express deep gratitude to the Victoria and New South Wales Police, as well as the healthcare professionals who looked after our physical and mental well-being." More than anything, my family and I need time to recover and receive appropriate assistance, including mental health services. To this end, we request that the media organizations respect our request for privacy. And without reservation, I apologize. Sorry, I already read that part. Without reservation, I apologize for the hurt and concern caused by these events. Yeah. Huh. Okay. 
I'm shook right now. Like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I can. T- well, yeah, I can tell. Okay. Trust me. I researched this. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Oh. They went through it. They have no idea what the fuck's going on. There's literally no real answers that came out of this incident. My gosh. But what a just a waste of like resources and money too with this. I mean, yeah, but you still need to go in, like help someone. Like, well, they- yeah, no, I'm not saying it was like, but it's just so much money and stuff that. And time and things and then it and then it was everyone was found but it's like no one knows anything more it's just weird it's yeah. weird yeah um there were actually some reports that came out about the uh about those close to the family and the build-up coming up to the the big day of this event happening um reports of a little bit of paranoia in the months building up kind of came out so whether there is much truth behind it or not it's hard to say, especially because the family does has been like very private and wanting mm-hmm. to be keep this within themselves. So I totally understand yeah. that. Um, but basically everything did just get to a boiling point and the family just didn't know what they were running from or why. They just felt as though they needed to leave their home okay. for their own safety. Okay. You know, oh man, I maybe shouldn't say this, but I almost just felt a feel on it in a sense too that it's like, because you said they were workaholics, right? Yeah. Just like burnout. And it's possible. Very possible. Like they're burnt themselves out and then they're just like in this delusional state of they don't know what's going on. Yeah. It's very, it's very possible. I mean, there are some some theories. and I mean, it's there's no doubt that mental health plays a massive role in this case one way or another. And also, what else is the internet good for other in situations like this, if not for coming up with theories? Mm-hmm. Um now, there aren't really, I mean, there's not a lot of theories, but they do range from psychosis caused by chemicals used on their farm. Oh, boy. Perhaps leaking into water supplies or something. Who knows? Um, to suggesting that they were actually running from debt collectors. Oh, okay. Um, but both of these particular theories, um, investigators did rule out. Okay. Both of those made a lot of sense to me though. Yes. I was looking for them to be one of them. <laughs> no, they, they both have apparently been ruled out by authorities. Okay. okay. Um, so yeah, it, yeah, that's, huh. that's about it. Interesting. Now there is kind of another theory. It's not really a theory. It's more of a, uh, a health thing, I guess, if you could say, uh, there's a condition known as, uh, folie de deux. Folia de, which is madness of two, um, in which people in a close-knit relationship experience a shared psychosis. Essentially, when they feed off one another's like psychosis, paranoia, stress, it builds up tension from one another to the other. So just building this and snowballing and like, you know, like one person's like, say, for example, I think I hear footsteps down the hall. Nicole, did you hear that? Well, all of a sudden you're listening for it. Oh, yeah. maybe I heard it too. And then now we're both terrified. Okay. I've seen, I've never heard a term of it, like the term that you said, mm-hmm. but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So there is a theory that this is particularly the case and what happened with the psychosis building up, spilling over from just not only the parents, but to the kids. So hmm. again, though, we just don't know. Okay. Um, I do want to talk about one thing really quick because there was technically a crime that was committed within this. 
the two daughters did steal a vehicle. Right. So Ella was charged for allegedly stealing a vehicle and Rihanna was also charged for the vehicle as well. But charges were later dropped under the Australia's Mental Health Act and the vehicle owners understanding the distress of the situation with the family. Oh, wow. Okay. So all charges in that regard were dropped. That's actually really good. It is, definitely. Uh, I do want to end this one off with a quote from the daughter, Ella. And it's something that she said during a press interview. Uh, It is very confusing. I still feel very confused. I think our state of minds wasn't in the best place. Um, And yeah, I can't even really. There's no one reason for it. It's bizarre. Huh. So those ums and ahs, that's even directly quoting. Right. Yeah. Okay. See, I actually, well, I was going to say, so my thought was that they, it was something that they were potentially like embarrassed about, right? So then Mm -hmm. they were like covering it up. But what you just said about how the paranoia can kind of be transferred to the family members and like this close-knit situation makes like a lot of sense to me. It does. Actually, when you look on it and reflect on it, it does make a lot of sense. Yeah. But then also I, like, cause Ben and I are a little bit workaholics too. And there's been so much, there's been times where I've just like had so much on my plate though, that I'm just like, I just want to run away. You know, I say that often. Yeah. But, but, and it's like, just want to like leave the situation. Yeah. But I, so I think that it's a small potential, but I think what you said with both the paranoia makes the most sense. Mm -hmm. I think if stress does get to a certain boiling point, uh, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a coupling of many things. I think like, I don't think stress alone would generally do that. I don't think depression alone would generally do that. I don't think paranoia alone. Uh, yeah. I mean, imagine like you're running a business in a farm. I'm sure maybe even lack of sleep put in with the stress, put in with the depression. Causes parano- more paranoia than yeah. normal. Maybe the family, like I said, you might not get along working that close knit together. Maybe there is some fights within the family that's been causing a little bit more stress. They still love each other, but maybe there's just these high tensions because maybe the marriage is struggling and one of the kids is, I don't know, maybe they're, I'm just going to make up a situation here. Maybe the family's a Christian family and then one of the kids decides that they're not Christian. They don't want to believe in that faith anymore. Mm-hmm. That could cause a struggle within the family, which builds these tensions, builds yeah. these pressures and feed into whatever their mental health state was. And they probably didn't expect it to blow up kind of to the way it did. No, right? I don't think so. Where lo- many people were looking for them and like the press was involved and all this. Yeah. So. And I do want to paint one, one final little picture here because it was just kind of a thought that, that came to my mind. What if they weren't even intending on running in fear? What if they were intending on saying, Hey, like stresses and everything is so high. We just got to get away for the weekend. Like you say, just run away from the situation for a bit. Let's just go up to a park or something. Let's just grab some cash, leave the phones and stress all this shit behind. Just go on a fucking family day trip or something. Yeah. And then just under that, just panic started building and just, oh my God, let's just fucking get to the car. And like, oh my God, like we got to get out of here, leave your shit behind. And it just, that alone boiled up into feeding off each other and not knowing what's going on and just building into a paranoia. Yeah, and then when they were out on the road and stuff, they were maybe arguing and yep. not getting along, hence why they kind of divided. Yeah, very much so. Hmm. Because, I mean, they don't know. No one knows. So if two people are arguing over something, 
that neither knows anything on, of course, that's going to draw a line in the sand. Yeah. Well, why don't you just tell me? I don't know. Why don't you just tell me? It's like, where are we going? I don't know. Where are we going? Yeah. That would cause a very stressful and very panic situation. Hmm. Yeah. Because say if they were just like, if it was some sort of like paranormal, par, what am I trying to say here? Paranormal? Yeah. Incidents. Yeah. I don't know why that word left me for a minute. They would probably A, not want to go back to their home and B, say something about it. Correct. Yeah. So, hmm. Wow. That is bizarre. Yeah. So it's a story of the Trump family and they don't even know why they fled their home. Well, I'm really glad that they're all safe and stuff. Yes. Could have ended, it could have ended a lot worse. Oh, very much so. In, in mental health situations like that, generally, I mean, it's sad to say people have gone to the extremes of taking their own lives over paranoia like that. Well, yeah. And lots of times too, families will take the lives of their loved ones too, if they're like to the extent of that paranoid, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so wow. So wow. yeah, that's a very interesting case and one I thought was very worthy of Halloween week. Uh-huh. So don't let all these ghosts and monsters and scary things get all up in your head and make you paranoid this this Halloween yeah. week. Yeah, jeez. This one, every single one we're doing this week just makes me like think too much. My poor little brain right now. <laughs> and just frying your noggin? Kind of. My brain feels tired. And this one just like put it over the edge a little bit because I'm like, what the actual? <laughs> I just picture like, you remember those old school drug commercials where it's like they crack an egg and it's like, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. And it's like sizzling in the hot pan. That's me right That's now. That's I my brain. Like. Yeah. Because <laughs> this funny. one is just too bizarre. I like, because I, you know how I like. answers i like salt cases and like where you know because my ocd if i don't know just gets to me and i'm like thinking about it too much i love the ones where you just sit back and go what the fuck you do love those yes i didn't notice well just surprise surprise only took you over 150 episodes and three years to figure it out well thank you (laughs) I love you too. I can see that love glare happening right <laughs> oh, now. Oh, yeah. I'm head over heels for you, babe. Oh, definitely. <laughs> love you too. All right. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that one. Hopefully you guys are enjoying Halloween week. Uh, we got some cool stuff coming down the pipes for the next couple days. Um, yeah. If you want to check out our links, they're all down below. Make sure you send us a photo of you and your drink. Yes, listening to, to the Halloween week episodes. And let us know your favorite one so far too. And let us know your favorite fearful episode as well oh yeah if you haven't listened to it yet it's our other podcast spinoff where jacko actually talks about a lot more uh stuff out of the scope of true crime paranormal supernatural just some fucked up history for example he's, he's got some interesting Fa- things favorite episode of the new five or of all the 10 all the 10 out there i think okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we're gonna just say yeah 30 we, times we'd, and be, show. <laughs> we'd be interested to know that yeah oh my gosh okay so on that note well done thank you and uh you know it's halloween week so we'll we'll chat tomorrow you betcha and until then stay wicked planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.